0: More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks
1: to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only
0: I
2: could go fishing down the river
1: again. Are you there,
2: Mr. Boyden? I just i was sitting here thinking to myself, Blakey, uh, Kieran's been using this, this software that we've been using, and he says it's worked fine. I hope he kept his receipt for the hearing aids. That's all I can say. <laughs> um, yes, the forecast, if you're thinking of heading offshore, uh, south to southwesterly, westerly 50, 50 to 20 knots, uh, tending north-easterly uh, around 10 to 15 knots, uh, late in the afternoon, seas are a bit lumpy, 1.5 to 2.5 metres, decreasing to 1. The first swells out of the uh, north-east at 1 to 1. 1.5, decreasing to around 1 uh, during the morning. Uh, and it should be a second swell uh, coming in at, from the southerly direction at about 1 metre. There is... A strong wind warning current at the moment. That's for Sydney enclosed waters, Hunter Coast, Sydney Coast and Illawarra. As we speak at the moment, wind's coming out of 180, so it's dead out of the south. It's sitting at around 10 knots on pit water. No big gusts, though, but there is plenty of precipitation around.
1: Okay. Now, you should put up a post on the High Tide Facebook page of you being a drowned rat out in the deck of the boat. (laughs)
2: <laughs> I, I, look, the, the Dodger was fantastic, but uh, you know, I don't even think you can hear the wind. If I stand up, you might be able to hear a bit in the microphone. Yes, yes we can. We can. <laughs> it is. Yeah, okay, I'll get behind the Dodger again. Gee, I love a Dodger. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. I, just so, you, you will, be, you will be pleased to know, Blakey, that not only am I wet, but my cushions are wet as well.
3: Oh, that's good to see. Right. Honestly, this is a fishing show, and we're talking about bloody sailboats with cushions and uh it's, 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 still, it's still about getting out of the water. Yeah, it's but a still, He didn't even put in crab pots last night. Doesn't have a live bait out at the moment. But Just it was, there
1: was a shark cruising along, looking yeah, at the true, menu. True. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. no. Worries. Well, hang on, Grant. We're going to go out to Mike at the Complete Angler. Morning,
4: Mike. Good morning, boys. How are we all? Well, we're really good. Well. How are you? Ah, oh, very good, very good, yes. Yeah, it's been good, yes. He should be out there fishing at the moment. 100%, yes. It has been really, really good. So I love this time of year because it's just so easy to do reports because there's so many guys out in the water. So you just get such good a bit of an idea of what's going on, and it's just been brilliant. It's been really good. Um, so, look, I'll, I'll start around the grounds because there's just been so much happening. So I'll start with the harbour because the harbour's just been firing, particularly that main body of the harbour. I think we had that little bit of rain uh, it was the last week or so, and it's pushed a lot of bait into into that main body of the harbour, and there's just so much activity. But just like bread and butter species, there's just so many brims, so many trevally still, flathead. Uh, that whole area's been fishing really well. Um I had a customer actually fishing salmon pigs, and he was just killing us with just big brim, uh, which is really good to see. Um, and just loads of small kingfish. Like, there's just mm. just chockers of kings in, in the harbour at the moment, and they've just been literally everywhere. For the boat guys, you're just spoilt for choices. They've just, like, Chatterbay's been chockers. All the market channels have had kings on them. Um, they've pushed way upstream, like, obviously, up past the harbour bridge. They're up through Piermont and Balmain and all the marys through there. Same as up at Middle Harbour as all too. It's really good to see just big numbers, you know, yep. return to all the estuaries, actually. The, uh, they're all firing. Um, And plenty of squid around, and I think that's, again, probably another reason why they've all returned in, because um, the guys that have been out there chasing the kings have obviously been trying to get their best baits, which are squid, and there's been plenty of just small arrow squid around as well. So it's been like that perfect scenario where you can get bait easy, and then there's plenty of kings as well. So really cool to see. Um, lots of surface activity as well. Um, obviously, with a bit of that bait that's pushed down, um, you know, there's quite a little bit of fun on the surface. And there's a bit of a mixed bag. There's been like like a bit of salmon, Taylor, Kings all mixed together, but also Trevally schools as well, too, which is really interesting to see. That's been really good. And again, it's been that main body, that Rush Cutters, Tauranga Park Zoo, kind of all in them little. A's, you know, that's in the harbour have been where a lot of that activity has been. So, you know, keep your eye out there if you're out there on the boat. Um, make sure you've got a little metal lure or a soft plastic ready to cast at them. Um, same as the para, too. Para's been firing, like, plenty of brim. Uh, so all the bread and butter species have been really good, but lo- loads of big flathead as well. Like, I've seen so many fish of them 60 to kind of 75 times centimetre flathead getting caught, um, particularly the power and Lane Cove and Iron Cove, all the arms. It's been fishing really, really well. Um, so it's been excellent. Um, the bay, same thing. It's really fired up. Um, again, kingfish reports are coming from all over the place. Um, Watts Reef, uh, Cairns, Mollabox, like all the usual type of areas. Um, there's been quite a lot, you know, getting caught in there. And again, same thing with just bread and butter stuff, particularly in Flatties, Like, power has been going crazy with flathead. Um, Guys have been doing really well, and as I said, getting them bigger size fish, you know, so um, really good to see. And again, same thing, there's been lots of Taylor schools in the Bay, but there's been also a few Benito mixed up amongst them as well, so there's just so much activity out there at the moment. Um, George's has been really good, Uh, still plenty of Luderic around, like we're well and truly kind of past kind of like the peak season, but there's just plenty of Luderic well upstream as well. Um and again, Brim and Flathead and all that's been really good cool. and lots of little school Jews as well. It's been still plenty of them little small soapy Jews around. Um, the same as in the Hawkesbury as well too. Still getting like tons of hair reports still. Like they're just that all around all year species mm. now. Um, so that's been yeah, really good and really consistent. The same thing with the jewfish as well, they've been pushed right upstream as well, We've had reports through the whole of the system up through there as well. It's been actually probably the the best system actually for the jewies this year. Um, and pit water as well has been good for the for the kingfish. That eastern side and all up around the boat moorings and the wreck and all them areas for pit water and the joey has been really consistent. There's been some nice kings getting caught around there. Um, some of the hacking hacking i have probably learned a little bit quieter, but that's that 's typical hacking, but they 've had the king reports off lily Um there 's been a lot of frigates starting to move around in Gadamatta Bay, and a lot of them you know small tuna type of species have been pushing up towards the back of them. Um, and, like, plenty of whiting reports as well, too. That's the other thing, too, that we've been hearing from the hacking pretty consistently is just whiting reports have been pretty steady. Um, and keep in mind, too, we're having a bumper prawn season as well. We've got the new moon coming up, I think, on the 12th or 13th or something like that um, this month. So keep that in mind as well. Like, fantastic prawn run, really big prawns at the moment, too, actually. So, in, again, in all the systems, um, the prawns are really strong. And same as mug crabs and blue swimmers, they're definitely on the move. So a really good idea to put the traps out before, let them soak for you know six hours or so, five hours or whatever when you're out there on the water because you, you'll probably get a good feed of them. Um, off the rocks as well, there's, as I said, there's just so much report. Um, the kings have really pushed in close and there's some cracker kings getting caught off the rocks, like proper fish, and the guys are getting blown away by them as well. So that all the rock guys have been so excited. Um, and the kings have been good. They've been like 90 centimeter size fish. So there's been some proper fish getting caught. Um, And they're still catching salmon and tailor and bodies as well, too. Although they've been a little bit patchy, they haven't been in the bigger numbers yet. There's still been enough out there to get you keen. So there's a lot of activity happening for the rock anglers, and they've been having a ball. Um, The beaches have probably been a little bit quieter. I just haven't had a lot of reports. I did have quite a few guys come back from the north coast because obviously this is the time of year where you target the big jewfish along the beach, um, and they've been getting some really big fish. But that's more up towards Newcastle in that area. So if you are going to be travelling... Over the next couple of weeks, you know, keep that in mind as well. Too. It's probably the peak time to target them big juice, proper juice, like them 10 to 20 kilo size fish. Um, but I have a good reports of brim, actually. The brim reports been pretty good off uh, Cronulla. I've had a couple of guys that have been fishing that beach, you know, um, been doing quite well. Um, offshore, obviously, lots happening there as well because the water's just so warm this year and it's so early. Um, but particularly the reef fishing is just Still consistent. There's just so much happening, and it was all that deeper water. But now we're getting plenty of reports up in the shallows as well, too. You know, them thirty, forty meter reefs have been fishing really well, and there's just lots of trawl already with that warm water. Uh, snapper reports have still been pretty steady, same as flathead, and just general reef species have been really good. So you can easily get a feed out there at the moment. It's been really consistent. Again, the Kings, the bigger ones, have been out wide, but they've pushed riding close. So even if you're in the boat, it's probably a smart idea to be up around the rocks, actually, at the moment, you know, with your live baits, because there's been a lot of activity just in close at the moment. So that's been really good. And obviously the FADs have already been firing. Like, it's, like, ridiculous how many, like, decent dollies have been getting caught already. And on average, a lot of the dollies are quite big. So I hate to imagine what it's going to be like January, February. It's just going to be a cracker season on on the dollies, I think, this year with that warm water coming so early. Um, And there's been marlin around as well too. So uh, that that offshore seems really exciting to see how it's going to pan out because it just seems so early this year um, that we're getting, as I said, the bigger dollies and all that type of stuff. Um, And the other thing to mention as well is we've just had the perfect conditions for chasing local bass. We've had these fantastic thunderstorms in the late afternoons, which has been great. Um, lots of activity on the bass, particularly on the surface as well. And the Georges, Hawkesbury, Nepean, even Manly Dam, we've had really good reports, you know, particularly on the surface. Well, if you just time it perfectly with that thunderstorm coming over, the barometer rise it's just absolutely perfect. Um, so... What's happening, guys? On the that sounds front, good. Really steady. It's been great. It's been really you, good.
1: you got plenty of gear in there for Christmas for anyone that yeah. wants Shimano
4: gear? Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, we've got all the latest stuff from Shimano, Daiwa. I've got a really good range at the moment. Um, and we've also just expanded all of our fresh baits as well. So a lot of people don't know. We actually go, well, I go actually to the markets pretty much every... Uh, well pretty much every week now, um and picking up our bait, and we freshly pack our as or too, so we've done a lot of stuff on our bait side of things, which is really exciting, so um yeah, plenty of specials in store, plenty of toys, um plenty of excuses to get gear so
1: <laughs> and where is where
4: is here? Well, 938 Woodborough Road, Villawood. The Complete Angler, Villawood is the place to go. Or if you're in the city, um, the third floor in the Demox Building, you can come up there and get in trouble right in the heart of the city.
1: Okay. Thanks very much, Mike. All right, boys. Talk to you. Have news. a great day. Okay, bye. Mike Latimer from the Complete Angler. Dan's got his fingers in the button. i better take a break. <laughs> On 2SM and the Super Network, talking sport.
4: Or what I call the talking sport Melbourne Cup. What's the distance? Hundred metres. No. No handicap conditions.
5: Seriously, old blokes and calves and hammies. It, it's uh, just not. Nah. Graham, no. I'm not
4: spending the night in hospital. No. no chance. Graham there
6: goes your market Honda. All right. Oh Jesus! I have to. I don't
3: know. Have to invent something else now. That went down tube real well, didn't
6: it? Weekdays from three. Simplest way is you know in the eighties, nineties, and early two thousand, everything was like you've done cocaine you've done this you've done that these days they run around with the oh no no he's, it's a uh, metabolite the
3: benzolicole line
6: <laughs> oh really okay this. can I just quickly send a cheerio to uh, not that he's listening because he runs the London Stock Exchange Michael Liner great wallaby former um, just pulling that one out uh, Michael Liner running the London Stock Exchange he does he's the CEO
2: um, so it's and a fair job people wonder
1: why we call him the top anyway 13 12 69 Talkin' Sport
5: There's a conversation going on. It's a conversation that will never end. Radio 2SM is at the center of it all, connecting you to what really matters, to the issues you care about, to the debate you want to be part of. This is Radio 2SM. Hi, I'm Patrick Dangerfield. How good is getting out on the water? But what if something happens to your boat or jet ski? You want to know that you can count on your insurance. That's why I choose Club Marine. Boat insurance by people who know boats. Club Marine is Australia's largest provider of boat insurance with more than 50 years experience. So if you're looking for flexible cover options, exclusive member benefits and fantastic claim service, look no further. Get a quote at clubmarine.com.au and discover
0: why boating's just better with Club Marine.
5: TMD available at clubmarine.com.au. Read the PDS to
7: see if this insurance this is right
0: for you. From sailboats to yachts to jet skis, Finance Easy offer leisure craft loans with flexible repayments to suit your budget and lifestyle. And they give you an answer within 24 hours. They've taken the hassle out of borrowing money for your new pride and joy, offering a large range of lenders with rates more competitive than the bank. Applying is easy. Visit the website and provide a few details. Go to financeeasy.com.au or call 1300 003 003. Australian Credit Licence Number 392 182.
7: There is no better venue for weddings in Western Sydney than Twin Creeks Golf and Country Club. With a beautifully appointed clubhouse overlooking their picturesque 18th green, Twin Creeks can turn your get-together, party or celebration into a memorable special occasion. Do yourself a favor and find out about having your wedding or other group function at Twin Creeks Golf and Country Club. Go to twincreeksgolf.com.au or phone Twin Creeks Friendly Function staff on 9670-888.
0: News, sport, talk. 2SM 1269. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to
1: Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go. Welcome to back to High Tide. Alan Blake and Steve Bowler in the studio. 13 12, 69, if you'd like to give us a call. Dan loves taking calls. <laughs> and Grant Boyden's online. Morning, Grant. You there? No, he's not there. He's not there. He's he dropped out. Dropped out. That's good. Well, what's better than Grant is Melinda Pavey. Morning, Mel. Good morning,
8: Alan Blake and Hans Stevie. How are you?
1: Really, really well. We're good. What are you up to?
8: Well, um, just looking out at the beautiful sunrise. It's only going to be 29 degrees down at Yorunga today. Oh, mm-hmm. only.
7: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
8: Went up to Dorigo yesterday. I've never been hotter in Dorigo in my life. It was yeah. a stinker and it was the Made in Dorigo day. Yeah. Uh, and um, it was all the beautiful artisan art craft for Christmas. But um, anyway, everyone nearly melted. The, the road was melting in Dorgo, actually, <laughs> yeah. which, okay. um, It was one of those type of days. But had a good week. actually had the opportunity to head out to um, Wentworth this week uh, at the confluence of the Murray and the Darling.
1: Yeah, I saw and, some photos on social media view down there, yeah.
8: Yeah, I sent you guys some photos because uh, that's where, obviously, the Murray and the, the, the Darling join, the confluence. And it you know, it's pointed out to me by some of the locals down there that it's actually it's, you know, as significant uh you know in terms of geography, say as Ayers Rock, um or Uluru. It's that it's a really, really special place and lots of water. Um, saw some carp, didn't see any other fish. Uh, but oh they're slimy, like prehistoric creatures crawling <laughs> around the water. We went to, we drove out of Wentworth and had a look um towards Foon Carey and we were at at the Anna Branch, one of the Little areas off the Darling, and um, yeah, they were just lying with little, little carp everywhere. So, still got a job to get rid of that, and that's, um, that's what we should be doing with all that Murray money in the Murray Darling Basin, kitty. Uh, you know, a couple of billion dollars sitting there instead of uh, buying water, which isn't really going to improve the environment, we should be spending money on those eradication programs and a whole bunch of other things. That would do improve you, the do you think
1: that you will be able to eradicate the carp, but or is it just going to be a bandaid? I'm going to try and do something.
8: Um, I mean, there was a lot of carp that lost their lives in the, in some of the in some of the floods. Um, one of the locals was telling me that uh, it was like a sushi factory at the back of his place. At the end of it, um, when the water uh, uh, went back and and some of the fish were stranded. Um, look, I think there's scientifically there are some solutions that you know people have put forward that you know want it fixed. And who knows if you don't if you don't have a go. You're not going to know, even yeah. if you had to get rid of some of it. Um, but uh, I mean, we've heard some good news in recent weeks, obviously, haven't we? That you know, the cod species are you know are still going strong, and there's some some you know really good signs with all the fingerlings that fisheries are putting into uh, to the system down around the Mentin and etc. But uh, you know, there's still too many carp for my liking.
1: Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, well, well, uh, so what else is happening this week?
8: Um, this week, getting ready for Christmas.
3: Have you done your Christmas shopping, boys? No. Oh, I no. did some last night. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, was, was I, was I was actually in your <laughs> neck of the woods last night. I was at Cundabung for uh, Old West Gun's uh, Christmas party. So it was a very nice night. And they had some live music and uh, the the big smoker machine going there. So they had uh, deer and uh, pig and so forth and coming out of the smoker. They'd been cooking it all day and... It was just sensational. It was a really, really good night. And
2: we're male. We don't do Oops. our Christmas shopping until the 24th. Yeah, well, that's <laughs> it, yeah. <laughs> I'll go on
3: the 23rd. I'm a bit
1: before you. Stevie
8: <laughs> Bola, I'm just impressed that you're alive and you're in the studios at Piemont after being cundabung at a party last night.
3: Yeah, no, we got in at about uh, 1.30, Shambler and myself, and uh, we had a cheeky little uh, nana nap in the car for uh, about two hours, and then... Came in and, uh, yeah, we're raring to go. We've got a full day and then we're driving back home with the mother-in-law tomorrow. It so. just
1: shows someone who doesn't drink and smoke what they can do. Mm.
8: <laughs> well, um, I was at a party last night too. but um, we said, I said, Warren, time to go home. I've got to do the fishing show in the morning.
1: You weren't um, were at Laurie Macanelli's party. He was at Bannisters at Port Stevens last night.
8: Oh, that's a bit posh for for, for Laurie. Yeah, it's good some good seafood there. some
1: good fish. But he said all the seafood was not local stuff; it was from all over the countryside.
8: Oh. It was blowing up,
1: <laughs> he was, wasn't he? <laughs> well, what's that line like a you know
8: a rusty Yamaha
1: or something? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> uh, Do actually Grant? Thank you for that photo you sent through of you on the boat. Um, I'm glad we're not on
2: TV. All <laughs> oh, Dan sent back to me. Dan's helping us out tonight on the panel. Said, Brush your hair.
1: Ah <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear, yeah, yeah, we have got a... him
2: everywhere. Mel, we got Kieran
1: up in Maroochydore. He's not feeling the best, and Grants on and on the bay and uh, on the boat, and we're in here working away in the studio. Yeah,
8: well, good for you. Like we were meant to be driving to Sydney for a Christmas party today, just like we you know need to do that. Warren's family, but um, they gave us a call and
1: said, "Oh,
3: we've got the COVID." Oh, yeah, it's getting around again. Yes, yeah, it's it's surprising the amount of people that are popping up with it. So. But
1: are people getting as sick with it, or is it just like a cold or a flu?
3: Oh, I don't know, I think it's a convenient excuse. I think so, some people are <laughs> bloody missing the days of lockdown. It's like oh, I have to be social and suffer. So but <laughs> yeah, I'll just tell people I've got the Rona. Yeah, it's like, where do you buy a testing kit these days? It's like, come on, be serious. I think it's it's half of it is just, yeah, oh, yeah, no, <laughs> I'm terribly sick. I can't, can't possibly have Christmas at my place this year. I've got the Rona. <laughs> but maybe I'm suspicious.
8: I think you're being a little touch suspicious. Or maybe maybe your family is sending you a message.
3: Right?
8: <laughs> true, true.
1: Yeah, a bit of both, I think. Mm. Oh, well.
8: and, um, and the big boy arrived from Townsville, the son. He's um, home for Christmas. He picked up. He bought his first new car. And he's finally an adult now. He's at 24, his first new car. And, um, he's, but he's not home now. He, he, we were meant to pick him up on the way home at the pub. And he said, oh, no. I'm going to stay with mates tonight. So, Gushness knows what he's got up to. <laughs> <tonight>.
1: <laughs> well, good so, place uh, to be out of be out of Townsville at the moment, with that uh, storm bearing down on that area.
8: That's true. And uh, he uh, he had his shirt off at the breakfast table yesterday, and I saw this uh, mark on his back. And I said, Jack, what's happened there? Anyway, it's his barley tattoo, a (laughs) tattoo from the the reef from doing his surfing. So Mm. he's very lucky. But anyway, that's our kids. They have a great time. Live life to the fullest like we expect them to.
3: Yeah, yeah, that's, that's it. Yeah, you know, that's you know, it. It's a very adult decision, you know, uh, buying a new car and spending money on a depreciating asset. That's yeah, you know, <laughs> one of those most adult things that we do, and we sort of look back and go, what were you
8: thinking? Well, it's funny you should say that, because he wanted to do, two, do it two years ago, and we just said, no, no, Jack, no. <laughs> anyway, we we put it off for at least two years, that depreciating asset, mm. um, and he bought a car that's a bit cheaper than what he was going to, but... You'll be pleased, David. I mean, it's a drive. It's got a tray back.
3: There you go. Um, there you go.
8: It'll fit fi- fishing gear as well as surfboards and bridges and camping gear. And
1: he's that. becoming a Queenslander.
8: He, you know what he is? Yes. He's um, he loves that frontier mentality of the old town. So he's enjoying
3: it very much. Oh, look, there's worse things to be. Like he could become a South Australian. Like you know, just be grateful. <laughs> <laughs> He'd have a tattoo of the Murray on his back.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> a tattoo of a church or something. <laughs> you know? uh, no, I agree with you, Mel. Townsville is a lovely place. They have an issue or a couple of issues in some of the places uh, with some people, but uh, most of the time up there is beautiful.
8: Actually, yeah, he got um, a phone call. That place had been broken in yeah. two He came away, um, and yeah, luckily the... There was white, there was a car that wasn't there. They put it back on the barracks, and um, but they took the keys of that car. But that's yes. just the sport up there, yeah. breaking in and taking mm. cars, not to not to go anywhere, but just to, to do burnouts and wipe them out. Um, that's status points for the people that do that. So, and they also broke into the house across the road, and there was you know a couple of little kids. So Jack was particularly angry about that. But yeah. it's lovely young family across the road doing it a bit tough. A yeah. couple of little toddlers and you know, breaking in—that's just, just not on. But but how do
1: we solve the problem? Uh, what do you do? Penalties got to be harsher, or what do you do to stop the mentality of how it goes on and what happens?
8: You make sure when you have kids, you love them and you look after them.
3: Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. it. I
8: mean it's it's not a it's not a hard formula. It's not it's not difficult, um, yeah. but it's just it's. It's just not good, and you put them in the, the big house, and they don't come out fixed.
3: No, no, they come out worse. Yeah. yeah, interesting. Yeah.
8: Uh, anyway, I was talking to a lovely girl the other day at the at the hairdressers, and she's working up at the Grafton Correctional Facility, and she's having some successes um, with some of. They've got some really good um, programs going on up there, and you know, retraining and, and really, you know, like in bake in in bakery, um, and as well as building modular homes out of the Grafton facility and they're getting, and the, and the inmates get paid while they're doing it and um, really good success when they come out. But uh, if you've got that vulnerability to drugs, um, it's sometimes we you know all best rules in the world. That's not a good, that's not a good outcome.
3: Yeah,
2: no, no. It's Mil- terrible can I- stuff. Can I, Guys, can I jump in here, Mel? You you raise an interesting point, and it's been a bit of a bugbear uh, with me for a few years. A former uh, BA supercar driver, John Bow, who uh, lives in Victoria, was lobbying the government there to say that when people came off their peas, they should have to do, uh, you know, an advanced driving course. And the government said that they felt advanced driving courses were creating hoons. I would argue that their intel is ridiculous, And it's exactly the opposite. Give people the opportunity to go out and do an advanced driver course, understand what cars are like when they are going sideways, give them a place to go and play at a racetrack under supervision. And I reckon that 90% of people doing burnouts in the middle of the street would be gone. I think you're
8: you're spot on. And you're never going to stop the hoons, but you're going to stop potential hoons. Um, Kids will be kids. And and the bureaucrats, they, they get this thing in their head. They think they know... Um, and often it's not based off any research, just based on, you know, what they think. Um, but I suppose that the challenge with that type of thing is, you know, who pays for it in the end. Um, as long as the consumer, as long as the kids are paying for it, it's good presence for grand- from grandparents, that sort of thing. But, um, you know, there are those courses if you really look for them available. Um, and, and people should take that responsibility to do that if, um, if, you know, they want their kids to be able to drive as best as they can.
2: Yeah. four or five hundred dollars cheap insurance it is
1: mel do you think part of the problem is we have governments come and go and ministers come and go but the public servants stay the same so mm-hmm. the mentality in each department does not change do we need to have something where we change the public servants over to be able to change the mentality of how things are done
8: oh, i think it's important for the for the industry like for example the one that you just said they've, they've got to keep that pressure up and and make sure they get both sides of politics on side and, you know, and from the bureaucrat's perspective, I mean, they've got to do a lot more with less all the time. So as long as they're not being asked to find money in budgets and then go and, you know, cut another program somewhere else, uh, you know, they've got sometimes a hard job to do, uh, trying to to make the money go a really long way when you've got politicians out there making lots of promises but don't want to increase taxes. So it, it can be a vicious cycle for everybody, but, you know, if you try and keep to a principle that, you're not going to put the cost every time on the taxpayer. Yeah. Um, but if you want to bring in a good program, have it available. Um, we've got the ways to communicate now. I mean, you've got Service New South Wales. Everything's on the internet. You can find things. Um, and, and I think those advanced driving courses are good. Um, I think it's a very expensive thing to, to make families do the 120 hours to get your fees.
7: Oh, yeah. And having Indeed. a
8: positive result, though, it is having a positive and has had a positive result and we brought those sort of things in after you know we had a, there was one particular crash up around Lismore over a decade ago where five young people died hmm. um, that's what brought that rule in yeah. and it is you know but you should also keep testing that that is working you know and looking overseas at other jurisdictions I hate the idea that we don't you know we think we come up with a great idea and we bring it in and somewhere else may have tried it or may not have tried it yeah. but you should be look be able to look and, and and see what's working really well in other countries too, before we go and go it alone or you know look at or improve the way we are currently doing things
1: or try and reinvent
3: the wheel. Yeah, well, yeah. Well,
2: well bring what works really well. What works really well here in Australia is if you get a motorbike license, you have to do. An advanced driver course. Of course, it's that's right. that's a couple of day course to do it right, and it's subsidised by the government, and that works extremely well. Yeah. But when it comes to cars, yeah. you whack you you, you, you pop the student in with mum and dad and learn all their bad tricks.
1: Yeah, one thing they should teach them when they're learning to drive is how to merge onto motorways. <laughs>
2: yes, <laughs> and use roundabouts. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh well,
1: and not you, a problem. Hand up, guilty on that. Okay. Oh, indication. Well, yes. hang no, on for a it, sec. We just need to take an ad break and we'll come back. We're talking to the Honourable Melinda Party. Treat your taste buds with irresistible chocolates from the Byron Bay Chocolate Company.
3: Oh, can I have one too?
6: Yes, here's a moon macadamia.
3: Mmm, thanks. Oh, yum.
6: Australia's finest chocolate-coated fruit and nuts, locally sourced and imported from our perfect growing climate of the Byron Bay region and our beautiful hinterland. It's a little family company, big in chocolate, supplying the world.
1: Can I have another?
6: Here, chocolate macadamia. Look out for the Byron Bay Chocolate Company at quality independent outlets.
0: Today I'm talking to Glenn, who is one of Vitae's many happy customers. Hi Glenn. Hello Lee. When did you start taking Vitae and what for?
2: My mild arthritis had progressively deteriorated. It was reaching the stage of me being virtually crippled. A friend of mine suggested that I try Vitae, so I gave it a go.
0: What benefits have you noticed from Arborvitae?
2: After just the first bottle, the pain went from 8 out of 10 down to a manageable 2 or 3 out of 10.
0: Are you happy to recommend Arborvitae and what would you tell our listeners about this product.
2: Absolutely. I've told all my friends to give it a go. The secret is to have two or three bottles till the pain subsides and check dose that you're having the correct amount.
0: It's wonderful to hear how much of a positive impact it has had on your life. Thanks for your time, Glenn. Arba is an easy-to-take daily supplement that may help manage some of the most common health disorders caused by inflammation. ArbaVitae Health Supplements are now available at Chemist Warehouse, Australia's cheapest chemist. ArbaVita.com.au. Always read the label and follow the directions for use. Want
5: accurate weight and ADG for every animal in your mob or herd? Consider TrueTest Walk Over Weighing. It's precision livestock farming where you can capture weights on every animal, not just a selection of them. With automated weighing and drafting you can trust, you can make decisions on your top and bottom performers with ease. With 24 7 support every step of the way. Get TrueTest Walk Over Weighing working for you. Phone 1 800 248 774 or visit TrueTest.com. There's nothing like Razorback 4x4. They make Australia's best four-wheel drive seat covers, which offer protection like no other. So, you can get out and about knowing that the interior is protected from spills, mud, sand, dogs, even messy family members. Razorback 4x4 have the strongest, most comfy seat covers this side of the black stump, and they're customisable with free shipping Australia-wide. Head to Razorback4x4.com.au and grab some
9: for your four-wheel drive today. That's Razorback4x4.com.au. Are you building a new home? Well, there's a more affordable way with a PAL kit home, Australia's most experienced and trusted kit home supplier for more than 50 years. You can become an owner builder and manage the building of your own home. PAL guarantee that you can do it even without prior building experience. Find out how you can build... Your very own home. Go to pal, that's P W L KitHomes.com.au or you can phone them on one 024 912
5: 2 SM has Sydney talking.
0: More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network.
9: Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today.
1: Welcome back to High Tide. Alan Blake, Steve Boll in the studio, Grant Online, and the Honourable Linda Pavia. Mel, you'd be happy to know one of our listeners just rang in, and uh, he's from Ganada, and he said the uh, high school at Ganada has an option for sport in years 8, 9 and 10 of fishing on the Namoi River. Well, there you go. Isn't that a good thing? It is, and...
8: They, they do it over this side of the world too. And you yeah. know what I know? I saw a bunch of kids from school doing some fishing, um, in the Killeen. Okay. From Bellingham High School. Um, so, yeah, from, you know, from Gunnada and the beautiful Namoy. Um, and they were doing some, some of that fishing here the other day. There was probably, I don't know, six kids with, um, with rods out on the river and probably three or four kids sitting around in the corner having a good old yarn, but, um, they were out there having some fun.
1: Yeah, look, it's, it's good to see whether they're out fishing or boating of some sort. I know a lot of the uh, private schools uh, have some fishing and some boating courses as part of their sport, and uh, it's a great thing.
8: Oh, very sensible, because you know how many people have got boats and like to, to be on the outdoors, and we know how good it is for everybody.
1: But it's not only oh, that it gets the kids away from the computers and away from hoons and shopping centres and things like that, and they might say, oh, let's go fishing today with their mates and get out the river and have a peaceful time.
8: And not everyone's parents do this sort of thing. So, you know, for those kids that isn't part of their natural life, um, it's, it's a really good opportunity to, to see, you know, what is available out there in the world that doesn't involve all those those lesser enjoyable things like running around shopping centres and moving yeah. around in cars.
1: That's it. And what's your plan for Christmas this year? We're going
8: to have um, the family home. The daughter, she's just um, headed off on a very quick trip to the U.S. courtesy of a friend of hers that needed a, a travelling companion. So she's lucked out, but she'll be home for Christmas. Um, and mum and dad will be driving up from country Victoria uh, and my sister-in-law, and there will be seven of us around the, the, the Christmas table. Um, and then we'll get together with my brother and his kids, and all of us will get together probably on Boxing Day. I think we're going to go waterfall walking up around Dorigo on Boxing Day. Oh, that'd be nice. Yeah. That'd be nice. It's it's just going to be really, you know, beautiful to be all together. And we put a new air conditioning unit in, actually, so it'll be nice to be cool if it's hot.
1: (laughs) Did it work yesterday?
8: It sure did.
1: (laughs) Ah, that's good. Yeah, we uh, we tend to have a, a big thing on Australia Day because Christmas time is very hard for people because, as you say, there's different extended families here, there, and everyone Everyone has some pulling at each other to, to go to certain places. Australia Day is non-denominational. It's just go out and enjoy yourself type of thing, so everyone can get together then. Mm-hmm.
3: we got okay. uh, the You'll Tenerfield play. Show yeah. on Australia Day this year, so Australia Day on the Friday and the Saturday is also the Deepwater Races, so... Tenerfield show is going to be interesting. That's good. But we're going to run buses up from deep water, so, you know, just pour them out into the showgrounds afterwards. (laughs) 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 Interesting times. i dread for the security guards.
8: Tenerfield's had a really tough time, hasn't it? Like, you know, from, you know, the the first place to nearly run out of water during the drought. um, You've had two lots of fires really.
3: Yeah, a bit of fire, a bit of flood, you know, it's been go, go, go for the last uh, few years, but. um, that's all right. Look, we're we're resilient to you know, country tough, and uh, I think we're we're looking forward to a really really good show and uh, hopefully a really good Christmas. To be honest, so
8: they yeah. they had the Dorigo show the other day, Stevie, and um, their special guest to open the show was the one and only Mark Donaldson, Mhm. and he's such a top bloke. He um, he thought that he he made an anonymous bid at the auction for the uh, the fertilizer.
7: Yeah. Anyway, it wasn't
8: too anonymous by the time the locals found out and he and everyone told everybody that he'd bought it for you know a couple of thousand dollars and then donated it back to the showground to fertilize the, the the paddock after the show. Oh, so well done. What what a what a top fella cuz of course he was raised um in Dorigo. He very tragically lost his dad early when he was very he was quite young and then his mother was was murdered um and then he was actually raised by people up in Dorigo. So it has a very, very special place in
1: his heart. Yeah, oh, that's good. Well done. Well yeah. done. Okay, Mel, thank you very much for your time this morning. You have a great week. We'll try and catch up with you next weekend's our last show on the Sunday before Christmas. All
2: right. Okay. okay. All the best, fellas. Thank you. Bye. Thanks, Mel. Right. The
1: Honourable Melinda Pavey. And uh, she's a lovely lady. Yes, Grant.
2: Mel, Mel was talking about the blinker thing. And <clears throat> in the motor game, we have a, we have a saying, you're, you're going to love this. Quite a few people aren't, though. If you think your job's a waste of time, just think about the guy who makes blinkers for BMWs.
1: <laughs> we'll no. take a break. This is the high tide the Super Network. <laughs> Afternoons with Brent Bultitude.
2: How dare
6: they release those murderous criminals onto our streets. That's a joke. They had a
5: very clear idea that this was possibly the decision that the High Court was going to hand out. Brent Bultitude. Well they're guilty of being reactive rather than
0: proactive.
6: Well the government goes off on their own tangent and then all of a sudden they disclose it to you and I and then we go wow well I don't agree with that but it's too late.
0: Afternoons with
9: Brent Bultitude.
7: Brain tumour, migraine, dementia,
9: concussion. Have you Dyslexia, or someone you love MSA. been touched by a brain disorder, disease or injury?
7: Motor neurone disease, stroke, epilepsy, Alzheimer's.
9: There can be no cure dystoia, without research.
7: Parkinson's.
9: Help the ones you love words, by donating to research today. Visit brainfoundation.org.au or call 1300 double eight triple six zero relax and unwind before you take off when you stay overnight at ridges gold coast airport hotel located just a minute's walk to the terminal and a five minute stroll to the beach ridges gold coast airport hotel is your perfect home away from home enjoy a sundowner and meal at ridges rooftop bar with views along the gold coast beaches and the hinterland visit ridges.com or you can call 7
5: When it comes to the management of pain and inflammation associated with osteo and other mild forms of arthritis, Stiff Sore and Sorry Pain Relief Gel may assist you. Always read the label, use only as directed, and if symptoms persist, see your healthcare professional. Look for Stiff Sore and Sorry Pain Relief Gel at pharmacies and health food stores everywhere. To find the location of your nearest Stiff Sore and Sorry stockist, go to loveallcollection.com.au or phone Ray 406 Get a great deal more with Kubota's in-stock catalog.
0: Check out Kubota's excavators, mowers, utility vehicles, generators, and tractor range, which perfectly match to Kubota's land pride attachments. All available for immediate delivery. Let Kubota help to get your property ready for summer. With package deals, competitive finance rates, and extended warranties, there's never been a better time to get yourself into a new Kubota machine. Visit kubota.com.au to view the in-stock catalogue now.
7: Recently retired and want to give back to the community? Looking to contribute to a worthwhile cause? Join View Clubs of
4: Australia, a friendly women's network in your local community. VIEW supports the Smith family to help Australian children in need break the
7: cycle of poverty. Become a member today. Call
1: 1-800-805-366 or go to VIEW.org.au Listen to 2SM online,
7: 2SMsupernetwork.com.
0: More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network.
1: Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. And welcome back to High Tide for our final segment of today's show with Alan Blake and Stevie Bowler in the studio, Grant Boyden online and Mr. Paul Burt. Morning, Paul.
6: Good morning, gentlemen. How are we? We're good. How'd you
1: go yesterday? Where'd I go yesterday? You were in a car going somewhere yesterday morning. Were you going fishing where, or something? Was
6: I um, oh, I was <laughs> doing sunrise weather cross stuff. That's yeah, it, yeah. The you, yes, that's right.
1: And we normally have a fish after them, that.
6: I didn't. I went home and did jobs around the house, uh, put a barbecue on and um, relaxed. It was absolutely bloody beautiful.
2: Well, that's Although good. I, did some crawler. Some,
6: I saw some whiting. Some mm. Good morning to you, Stevie, <laughs> by
3: the way. No, it wasn't Stevie. <laughs> that, that was, that was Grant. Grant. I wouldn't call you a oh, crawler. Grant.
6: Hey, Grant. Stevie, Stevie how are you, bud? Hey oh, mate, good, how are you, buddy? You're welcome back.
2: <laughs> yeah. welcome back. No, I, I can give you a weather report. Sitting out on pit water at the moment, it's pouring rain. There you go, buddy.
6: Is it really right ra- how um how'd
2: you go with the heat wave yesterday, mate?
1: Say again? How'd you go with the heat wave?
2: You go with the... Yeah. Uh, I yeah, was, it was on going? the water, mate. There was no heat wave out here. It was absolutely pristine. We had the Dodger down, we were sailing along pulling along about seven knots it was perfect
6: well that sounds lovely mate sounds lovely i mean put a put a put a three in front of that seven and then i would have been a happy man 37 knots (laughs) None none of that seven knot stuff mate the distance doesn't come to you quick enough Hey, um, mate, uh, what, a, what a great day today. We're expecting lighter winds, a little bit of uh, nor'east kicking in across southeast Queensland. Uh, we do have obviously TC Jasper in the far north. Uh, at this point in time, uh, Pete Sayer looks as though he'll be in the firing line. So um, it's going to come through uh, next Wednesday afternoon, north of Cairns, uh, towards uh, sort of Port up to Douglas up to Cape Melville in that region at this point in time. Uh, it's going to sort of back down to a CAT 2 system now, winds up to 150 kilometres per hour down to 90 in the guts, but it looks as though it's, uh, it may increase back up to, to a cat 3 system, which obviously pushes those winds a little bit stronger, and, and, uh, and then drop a lot of rain, as, uh, as, the, as the Cape generally does get. But, mate, um, you know, so it's going to, at this stage, it may just miss most of those major cities up there. But, you know, the, the thing is, um, what we're going to see is a bit of a, a, a wind further down the east coast of Queensland, so we've got to be uh, vigilant for those anglers up there if they're listening. And you know as well as I do that, um, probably better than I do that. Obviously, with those southeast trades that you get, this isn't off a trade, this will be off a cyclone, but um, it does make the waters quite choppy. Um, so in, inland will be the best bet if you're fishing from uh, Bundy north up to Mackay, all those sort of areas. But, yeah, mate, it's, um, down here, one thing I did notice yesterday were loads of whiting in the beach gutter. I went for a swim between weather crosses and, mate, it was awesome. There was uh, the loads of whiting in the gutters, you know, knee-deep, only in shallow because it's morning high tide. And they get in there and they lay in those uh, those little holes that the jewfish normally lay in, you know, when they're sucking up the worms. And the whiting were fixed, so that's a, that's definitely a, a thing that I would be suggesting for this morning on the morning high tide is to have a crack at that. And I'd also be suggesting if you're super keen to head offshore, uh, don't go too far today. There's not much swell. Uh, but what we are going to see is obviously that 15 to 20 or later in the afternoon, that'll make things a little bit choppy uh, with that northerly. It has rolled the water, so the bottom's come to the top, top's gone to the bottom, so the water temperature on the surface now is back down to about 19, 20 degrees. It's a little bit cooler than what it was early in the week. Uh, talking to a few of the boys last night at our Weathercross uh, Channel 7 up here for for the state uh, about mangrove jacks, and, geez, they've been banging them. I know my young fellow, and I got into them there a couple of weeks ago. They'll, they'll thick, and, and plenty of them as well. But the boys uh, last night—they're just going up the Narang River and Kuma River, and around Hope Island, all those areas there—and really, you know, getting amongst them. And they've been running a, a variety of things there, gentlemen. They've been catching them on uh, on strip baits from mullet—it's always a good one. Uh, they've also been getting them on other other baits such as live herring, uh, silver bitties, but also casting shads have been working quite well, so you know you jump on down to your local underwater store, grab a bunch of those things, or your local stores or whatever, and uh, you know and, and pick them up. So shads have been working, your squidges have been working, um, the whole productions have been killing it uh, in in the shrimps or the prawn patterns, uh, particularly in the white spot colour uh, and glass shrimps. They've been banging lots of good quality fish in that sort of three to four inch model. Um, so there's been a lot of good quality. Mangrove jacks around and uh, and and uh, and to boot. Unfortunately, the um, the, the threadfin salmon fishery around uh, the jumper pin behind the jumper pin region has gone really quiet. And I think the reason for that is been reports of so the netting up here. I believe it finishes in 2027 uh, in, in those rivers and estuaries. And I think at the moment, mate, they're just uh, going out. there, are just going. What the hell of it? We'll just take what we can. And uh, a reported, you know, five ton of thready salmon were, were taken from the um, from that area, which is disgusting. It's only it's taken... We've never, in our history of, of my life and, and many other anglers, have never seen a lot of fredfin salmon in that region, always Brizzy River and those sort of areas. And, and the last five years, they've been coming further down, southern Moreton Bay, and people have been getting them. And it's been great for fishing, great for the charter guys because they're letting them go. Uh, but, uh, you know, they're going out there now, which is the prime time, and, and unfortunately not getting anything. So... You know, his, uh, I'll raise my glass to the netters. Congratulations, boys, you stuffed it again. But I think if you, if, for other anglers out there, um, I'd be heading up the Narang River around the council chambers. There's a, a lot of whiting up there, um, and there's a lot of whiting because you can't net up there. But there's also good clutches of javelin fish. Now, they're a great fish. The are grunt and brim, you know those things, Blakey. Um, and they're, they're in good numbers throughout the Narang and also around the Cooma. Between the north arm and the south arm, if you want to get out there and have a look at it. And also I'd be trying personally around the back waters. Of um, of the uh, older shots, yabbies always a great thing. I love using yabbies, so that might be an, op- an an opportunity for anglers to get out there and have a go at those as well.
1: Sounds pretty good that's, to me. Yeah, that's but what I got. <laughs> it, it's it's a shame, but isn't it? With you know the the some of the commercial fishermen, you know they get a short term gain, but everyone else has the pain for a lot of years.
6: Mate, it, look when they've when they've been um, bought back, they're in, in uh you know a couple of years' time. Realistically, it's 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 you, you gotta. You know, it's going to be open slather. You know yeah. that. You know they're gonna they're gonna take what they can take and and reap what they can reap, and they don't give a crap. And that and that's unfortunately, unfortunately, it's the mentality of many of them.
1: Yeah, that, uh, and, and people, do themselves. Like that. They do themselves out of the job in the long term. They don't realise that.
6: Well, that's right, but they're not going to have a job in the long term. That's why they're doing this. So, yeah. you know, and I'm not saying I'm not I'm not going to label every one of them, but I'm going to label a hell of a lot of them. Um, you know, and that's the thing. You're in a fishery in a bay where you get your garfish around the uh, around the weed beds. You get your, your you know your, your squids. You get your flatties. You get all that stuff there, and it drags billions of dollars to the local economy and through the states and even New South Wales, obviously it's changed down there now. But you know, it, it, it really does make a massive difference. However. That has changed now uh, with a buyout. That it's pretty much get what you can get while you can.
1: Yeah, yeah, not good.
6: <laughs> no, okay. not good. no, not good. Anyway, all no, good, I was, mate. Okay, I got got a tinny on the back. I've got a little fifteen Suzuki on the back there, Blakey. It's, good. Um, my son, my son's tinny has got a little six on it, and him and I putt around quite quite easily.
1: Hang on, why uh, haven't yeah. you got the Suzumara anymore?
6: Uh, well, yes, yeah, so, well, that's up at um, that's up at another another joint um that's up at another joint so and i'm going to cut in front of this guy thanks very much buddy um <laughs> and uh, that's up at uh, gold coast suzuki marine he's a refitter mark good on you barky and uh but uh, i've got the 15 on the back i'll tell you what mate his tinny doesn't realize that it's that it's actually got to get up and go that's <laughs> it's, good. Lo- it's loving it
1: <laughs> good one
6: <laughs> and not much fuel to be end.
1: yes <laughs> okay paul thank you for that you have All a great right, day mate. can we watch step outside today
6: Absolutely, got a new one dropping today, and we're out there fishing with Johnny Costello from My Lure Box. Awesome fella, and uh, doing really well on catching good quality fish on the jigs, and that's big pearly's amberjack king. He's getting, we're getting his arms bent to the bow rail, so it's going to be a good show today at two thirty-seven, mate.
1: I'm glad that you remembered what was on the show today. You didn't yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: Thank you, gentlemen. See you later. <laughs> See you <Very> nice. mate. <laughs> the, uh, Mr. Paul, Paul Burt, Burt, the only man with more boats than Blake's marine.
1: Yeah, he does. He's, he does fairly well, Paul. He's he's a good boy. But uh, what's your plan for today, Mr. Boyden, seeing you're out in Pitwater?
2: We've got a little bit of wind, so I'll um, go for a sail back to the mooring. And uh, thank you, Alan, for allowing me to do this. It's filled me with confidence going up... Uh, for the holiday, so I'm really grateful. And thank you to Dan, too, who um, stepped in to do all the... Well, actually, Marine Rescue really thanked us
1: as well because they said, well, we'll know where he is when, he, when we get the call. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's interesting, on the app, mentioning, mentioning that, on Monday I did a, a sea trial and I, I went up the coast. So my on the app, my departure point was Clareville, my destination was Clareville, and my return time was, I think, 1,600. And they re- yeah, very but you nice should have put VIA
1: somewhere. If you would have put Clareville, VIA. But there's no
2: room to do it there. There's no room in the app. That's well, my yeah. point. Rick from Marine Rescue rang and said, mate, you've got the same distance. And I told him what I was doing. Oh, no worries. We'll look out for you. And we know where you're heading. Great. Awesome. Okay. But there was no room on the app for it, unless I'm an idiot. Well, that's probably true. Do
1: you need a second opinion?
2: Yeah. Mr. Yeah. Bowler, what's oh, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking you yeah.
3: should be tried for having a sailboat, but uh, anyway. <laughs> what's, what's happening to the firearms up at Oh, look, we got oh, Christmas shotgun-a-palooza at the moment. I've got such uh, big specials on shotguns, and uh, I've also got some cheeky little room okay, fire specials as well. <laughs> I've made I I wouldn't blame you if you did. I've got ridiculously cheap shotguns and really cool ones too. So it's all up on the Facebook and the website and the YouTube. So Tennerfield Firearms, if you want to have a sticky beak, and uh, yeah, happy to chat with anyone. I quite often get uh, callers from High Tide that listen and find my uh, number on the website, and always happy to have a chat. Okay, that sounds good.
1: Okay, well it's only that time of day for us to go. Oh, look, it is that time of day, Johnny Williamson. Someone rang up before and wanted some music. Here's John Williamson
2: for you. There's no problem at all. Grant, have a great day. Thank you for your time this morning. You too, guys. Thank you very much. Thanks for coming in today too, Steve. Really appreciate it. My pleasure. Have a great
1: week. Okay. And Kieran will be back on the list again next week. He should be feeling better. As you'd say, keep your eye on the sky. Safe boating, everyone. Thank you for listening. And, Dan, thank you for the panelling today. And uh, we'll talk to you next Saturday.
0: fly, knew us like they knew the river bend. But as sure as yabbies bite your toes, this boyhood story had to end.